the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. It's time to take your place on the starting grid and get ready for Racer Radio. Your host, Dave Stahl, about to take you for a white-knuckled lap around the motorsports industry, covering everything from top-notch national drivers and crew chiefs right down to your local kid racers and racetracks. Watch for the apex, because here comes Racer Radio with Dave Stahl. Folks, welcome to Racer Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. By the way, all these shows are podcasted. You can go to the website and you can take a look and just see what's all about right there on all our shows from noon till 6. This segment brought to you by Bumper Doc. Sand T scratches, dings, and dents. Can't get any better than that. And Black Forest Motorsports. If you got a Porsche, BMW, or Mini, 40-plus years of experience, blackforestautomotive.com. And I really need to talk about um, Southwest Point of Sale. What a great organization. I mean, if it, you know, they've been around since 1975. They're San Diego-based. And it's a point of sale. And they've been selling and installing, servicing, and supporting point-of-sale systems to small to medium-sized groceries, merchants, restaurants throughout the Southwest. Now, what is point of sale? Well, that's when you can't find a cashier. And nobody wants to come back to work? Well, I guess what? These guys have got a system they'll put into your store. 724 backup service of all kinds, seven days a week. And I tell you what, then you don't have to worry about somebody wanting to get a pay raise. You don't have to worry about somebody (laughs) calling in sick. I know that sounds terrible. But if that's the way the public wants to be and they don't want to work for a living, then, hey, then, you know, you as a business owner, you've got to figure out a way to make it more economical for you, which in turn keeps the prices down. Southwest Point of Sale, 619-286-2100, 619-286-2100. All right, so we got Brittany in the house, and we've been trying. She's been screaming at me for 15 minutes. Stop talking, stop talking, stop talking, stop talking. Because it's kind of a heavy-duty motorsport day today, and she made the mistake of watching part of the Indy 500. So we're going to save that for later because we should have a special guest on the line. That would be Andrew Kunis. Hey, Andrew, how you doing, buddy? Oh, doing great here. Uh, thanks for having me here. Yeah, I'm uh, sitting in the pit area at uh, College Grove Speedway up here in Oregon, getting ready for night two of uh, sprint cars and midgets here at this uh awesome little cormel bullring that uh Brittany visited a couple of years ago love that track hey, love that i got track. a question what is this <laughs> celebrity track announcer you go all over the place how'd you get well, that gig well i'm, I'm really I, I call myself a fan more than anything <laughs> here but uh uh but no i 
been going to the races my whole life, and then uh, out of high school, I did the the school paper in high school and uh, decided to use that to get into the racing, doing writing. Smart. Uh, Smart. At home in Washington and Oregon, doing race reports and press releases. And then uh, about 13, 14 years ago, uh, I had a microphone stuck in my hand. <laughs> I started announcing the races. I don't do that at every show I go to, but I still go to as many races as I can, wherever I can, and uh, go watch and support and tell everyone about what I saw. And when you say everywhere, listen, Dave, he's already been just this season, Arizona, Washington, Minnesota, North Dakota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and presently in Oregon. Holy. That's just this season. So so let me ask you this. Now, I've done uh, substitute you know, announcing for our local track here in San Diego, which unfortunately is no longer with us. We still have our dirt track, Barona, but we did we lost Cajon Speedway. I found it to be one of the toughest jobs I ever had because Tom McGrath, who was our original announcer, not only did he know all the drivers, he knew their families. He knew what their kids, he knew what kind of cars they drove at home. They knew where they lived. Doesn't that come to be somewhat of a little bit of a challenge? I mean, what homework do you have to do? Like, for example, going to the track you're at tonight. Well, I am the... You know, I work with two different uh, series regularly here. My main group uh, is the uh, Frontier Region of ASCS, uh, the Sprint Car Series out in Montana, Wyoming. Uh, we start up here in a couple of weeks, but I'm also the part-time announcer for the Northwest Focus Midget Series. Uh, that races are mostly in Washington here. So I know a lot of the race teams already. Okay. But I always... But at the start of the year, I always go car to car yep. in the area. I, I, I want to do a good job. I want to know what I'm talking about. So I always go car to car and get everyone's info. But every night before the race is there, I have my notes from before, but I always go check in mm. on everyone. Good idea. And I do the exact same thing when I fill in somewhere. I, I, about once a year, I'll fill in at Wenatchee. I filled in for a regular show at a, a Big Sky Speedway in Montana and Sheridan Speedway in Wyoming last year. But I, what I did, I, I showed up extra early here, and I made sure to get to every single car I could right. get to so I could put a face to a name here. Because I'm not going to try and insult the crowd here and, and <laughs> wing it or whatever here. Like, like I, I care. And uh, these guys, they put a lot of time and effort into their cars, and they have sponsors there. I want to try and get their sponsors out as much as possible yeah. here because uh, the sponsors help pay the bills on these things, yes, especially these Sprint cars and oh, yeah. that cost money here. And then uh, I do some dwarf car stuff, too, as as Brittany knows. Sure. Uh, I was uh, announcing that uh, Western States National that she uh, competed in here at Cottage Grove a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, she hasn't really stopped talking about that track. When I that- loved that track. It was so hooked up. We had an hour and a half rain delay, and it led to just perfect conditions. I even thanked the track what owner or promoter. I remember walking straight up to him, and they said, we can't promise hey, that sure, for tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, um, other boys done a fantastic job promoting this racetrack. And Brian Brian Crockett, who's a former sprint car former sprint car champion in Northern California, he's the main track prep guy here, and he he does a great job. In fact, he's he's out on the racetrack right now, watering <laughs> it. There, I'm sure. looking at the racetrack right now from the pit area. And uh, yeah, we had a great show here last night uh, with the Northwest Focus Midgets. Uh, Nick Evans picked up his fifth overall win of the year, and uh, wow. this was the fifth show that I announced for the series last night. And it was the fourth one, fourth main event that went caution-free here. That uh, 
It just yeah, they were done in seven minutes. Twenty five <laughs> laps minutes. done in seven minutes here. Wow. <laughs> that's all I saw you made mention of that on Facebook and that's what I was wondering. Is it the track conditions? The guys just all clean drivers? Was it I mean it just all came together. Seven that's minutes. Awesome. For yeah, and then the, the, that that group there, you know, uh my colleague Caleb Hart, the longtime announcer at Skagit Speedway in Washington, he nicknamed them the greatest support series on on dirt there you know the world outlaw sprint cars call themselves the greatest show on dirt well the <laughs> northwest focus midges are the greatest support show on dirt and they got a history of us running being reliable here to put on a good clean show get their laps in not you know they know that they're a support class and they embrace it there and they, wow. they take pride in not being a, a pain in the butt for the tracks they go to and the two main events that were on the track before us uh they had a lot of problems, and they took a lot of time here, and we were starting to run way late, and mm. we go out there, and we, we bust out 25 straight laps under green. We're done seven minutes here, which is exactly exactly what the track needed here, and they were thrilled with that. But, uh, yeah, it was a good show. Nick Evans was our winner last night. Uh, limited sprint cars were running here last night. Tyler Thompson uh, cleaned house here. He kicked everyone's <laughs> butts and picked up the win on his home track last night. That's always fun. Yeah, that's always good. Yeah, you love that. Are you are you starting to see car counts uh, increasing as well as fans? Uh, yeah, they, a lot of the tracks here in Oregon are starting to have fans. Uh, they had a pretty decent, decent crowd here last night at Cottage Grove. And then uh, my home track, Skagit Speedway here, uh, Washington just allowed 50% uh, capacity mm. for outdoor racing venues. And uh, Skagit, I don't know if you've ever seen Skagit Speedway there, but they can put you know, 10,000 people what? in the place for big wow. shows here. So they, I saw their crowd for uh, their Memorial Weekend show here in Fireworks here, and they had, you know, a great crowd for a, a weekly show here. I think they had I, – I, I think they sold the max 5,000 here. Wow. And awesome. I saw they had a great crowd. Here. So, yeah, things are, uh, are on their way back to normal after all the – wildness and craziness of the the past year and, and change here but it's a step in the right direction it was we had a real nice crowd here for what was allowed last night mm-hmm. and uh we're we're, we're training the right direction up here uh montana where i'll be in a couple of weeks to start up the ascs frontier region season uh uh they're they're pretty much open back up over there and uh you know they love their sprint cars in montana they're sure. expecting a, a full house at both uh Gallatin Speedway outside of Bozeman, and then uh, Big Sky Speedway right outside of Billings on uh, the 11th and 12th of June here. All right, buddy. Well, hey, if you ever get into the San Diego area, let us know. We'd love to get you in studio, and we do nothing but talk racing right here on Racer Radio, bud. Take care. All right, thanks for having me. My pleasure. Our pleasure, actually. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we come back. I don't know. Dirt Duke call in? Nah. So we got something to talk about. We always have something to talk about. Racer Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Okay, welcome back to Racer Radio. FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This segment brought to you by El Cajon Ford. And by the way, El Cajon Ford has plenty of inventory. They were smart. They knew what to do up front. 
and they got tons of cars. And a lot of it's due to their customer satisfaction award and the fact that they have sold so many cars. So if you're looking for a Ford product, new or used, El Cajon Ford has it. And if you're looking for used, you can't beat that either because they don't go to the auction. They send to the auction their cars that don't meet their standards. And 80% of their trade-ins are from the customers that buy new cars. So check out El Cajon Ford at ElCajonMotors.com. Hey, we got Dirt Dude on the line. How you doing, Budski? What's up, guys? How you doing? Just living the dream. What are you up to? Uh, Just uh, enjoying the day, getting ready to have a tri-tip go on Mm. for for the day and and, uh, make it a special day, I guess. Yeah, just kicking back, relaxing. You deserve it. Go ahead, kid. So did you find out a little more? Oh, sorry. Did you have more to say, Dirt Dude? No, I just following it's like my mid break midday break from Indy to go into NASCAR now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I yeah. was like seeing how everyone's doing for the weekend. We had people going out of town all over the place because we yes. were off this weekend. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that. I was following a few different people. Um before you get into that, I guess I wanted to make sure we gave a little shout out. Did you find out more? So Dave, uh Dirt Dude and I were talking a little yesterday. Mm-hmm. They were working on the Barona racetrack. Really? Yesterday and maybe even today, I did see picking some, through rocks and stuff. Yeah, what's that? We guys did sub did uh, did Brent hide a hundred dollar bill out there, and you guys <laughs> had to go look for it. Did you find out? I'm more? not sure. I'm not sure how many truckloads, but they brought truckloads of clay back up to the track. And from what I could see, it looks like they 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 dug out one and two and three and four. So it's just going in the corners. Probably about the time you start picking up the front straightaway. Mm-hmm. So the whole corner, they're doing everything from the top and then working their way back down to the bottom. They're putting a new uh, uh, surface berm. of dirt in. A new berm? Well, I guess they're, they're putting a new uh, couple, couple of inches if they get like six inches in there of new clay. Did it look to, to me? they have to go and groom, groom it all and everything. Was there a lot of rocks? Because it looks like there was a lot of rocks they were digging up. It's hard to tell with clay because clay will break up into that like uh, ball, like 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 clumps. But yeah, they've been they've been going through it and sifting through it, and so uh, I'm sure probably because the next race is on the tenth, right? Yeah, I believe I think, the twelfth. Uh, the twelfth, I believe. Okay. So. Let me Dave's check. Dave's gonna look at his calendar. Well, I gotta say, I really appreciate because that's real good use of time. Mm. We're not gonna race. We're gonna cancel the races, but we're still working on the racetrack. The Who's ever? Whoever decided that, whoever's idea that was, yeah, because you're it won't, getting double thumbs up because it won't gal. do it itself. Yeah, it's not going to do it itself, and I mean, I just think that was incredible use of time. So yeah. greatly appreciated. Yeah. Greatly. It's it's hard because in our off season is winter too, so like yeah, you really can't get anything up there. So I mean, to take a break during the middle of the season just to just to bring in more dirt and and you know do more prep to the track, you know, that's that's always going to be great, yeah. especially because the next thing's coming up. You know, we have couple big races on the 12th we're bringing back sprint cars again 360 sprint cars and then the 10th is going to be a good race and then i think we're working towards that 24th of july oh, and that's yeah, going to be the big inca race yes and everything uh that's july 24th correct mm-hmm. yeah i think i'm going to have um some people come in i'm in contact to really tell us more about that good. big july 24th yeah that should show. be that should be huge. No, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. 
Um, well, the purse has already gotten pretty good on that. I mean, like they're talking two thousand now, and like you know, over a thousand for each IMCA division, which is good. Wow, that's huge. So we had Amanda on Amanda Robertson last week, and I think she might even be coming to race at the track, mm-hmm. like her in the car. Well, you know, that's she what I think. Excited. Dirt dude hit it right on the head. I mean, the purses have got to be up there to get you know the quality drivers to come into Sandy or into into Barona. Don't you agree? Well, that's what what draws them in. I mean, they're willing to travel up there if it's worth it. Yeah, so like I mean, if they're not going to make any like, money. Yeah. But if you offer, if you get a, like a thousand or fifteen hundred to win, then these guys that are like you know pretty far away are like, hey, it's worth the trip because mm-hmm. there's a chance I could win that fifteen, or are you, they're going to go there thinking, yeah, I, mean, I could win fifteen, and that pays for everything. Sure, chances are, you know, you might have a bad weekend, and it's going to cost you everything. Yeah, no, exactly, and you know, you know as well as I do, you just watch the Indy race; anything can happen. <laughs> How would you like to be Ray Hall's tire changer? I'm sure he is never going to live that down. And then it's like, yeah. dude, we were we we were winning the race. We yeah. could have won that race yeah. and one mistake. It, it it shows you just like one mistake how how crucial that is. Yeah, I I just I I mean Brittany scared Steve half to death. I did scream. I did yell. But we'll talk about that last segment, uh, the well, final segment, because this is the Verona segment. I know, dear. but I just had to throw that out yeah, there. Yeah, well, because he was watching it, right? Yeah, I know. So did either of you or the listeners hear about Brian Brown, what he did at Cocopa? I, I, I was going to mention that. That's one yeah. of our track people. Exactly. I was following... I was following like five different people I at different know, tracks. I know, me too. Because uh, although Barona wasn't running, Barona racers were Barona racing. Barona was running. Yeah. So Brian, there was well, they had the big um, uh, the PRI or the Power Eye uh, sprint cars, the wing sprint cars that we run in our tracks. Yes, they're in Missouri, and I think I'm not sure if it's Dalton or Grant yeah, won that self, thing. The Sexton boys were one out of them. racing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of them won there. Uh, Chaz Baco, it's a, a guy that's raced at our track once, and and he races out in Arizona. He won two nights at Cocopa, and then there's Brian Brown. Brian Brown, first night, breaks the transmission, managed to get it patched together, and then breaks a power steering pump. So he's driving the main event with no power steering fluid or no power steering. Uh, manages to to lead the race, and the guy that came on from the back. Uh, finally got the pass on him, took the win, got dis- disqualified. So Brian mm-hmm. Brown won the first night with uh, all the problems. They go through, they work on the car the whole night, the, the next day. New transmission, it was actually tail shaft, fix the power steering leg, go through it, and they had more problems, but he ended up winning another won. main event that night. He's got and eight that, wins out of nine races. Isn't that eight? was strong. I mean, that one, he just kind of dominated. It was like, got out in front and checked out, and it was like, bags are packed. I'm seeing you guys. <laughs> We're heading back, you know? <laughs> yeah, don't look back. I'm leaving. Yes. Yeah. I asked him about it because I asked him, was it a perfect combination of car setup, driver experience, mindset, track conditions, and a little luck? And then he reminded me, he also said, and patience. 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 Yeah. I, yes. I, I, that That's is, the hardest thing to do yes. behind the wheel of a race car. But it is One of those ingredient. things I was watching Indy this morning, one of the things they stressed about the most, you cannot win this race <laughs> yeah. on the first turn, nope. on the first lap. Nope. You have to make it through the whole race. That's right. Yeah, there at the end. Yeah. So all these people that like, oh, 
I'm, I'm going to lead it right out of turn one. Yeah. <laughs> and then they take everyone out. It's like yeah. checkers oh. or wreckers, right? Uh, yeah. I know. I know. I, KUSI had me come in early this morning, and, and they were so funny. Are there two races on today? I go, yes. <laughs> there's the Indy 500 and NASCAR. What's the difference between the cars? And, I mean, I would never do it on TV, but, I mean, I said one engine's in the front, one engine's in the rear. One has a roll cage that'll completely encompass the driver. The other one doesn't. This is the first year that I think of that they did not have three races this year. Yeah, but didn't they normally put the Coca-Cola 600 on Saturday night and then Indy was on Sunday? No, they did Saturday, Sunday, but um, Formula One Grand Prix of Monaco is always on in the morning, Sunday morning. And it was the week before. Monaco was last week. Yeah, I watched. And, you know, I got to tell you, that – I mean, I'm a bit. I was a big F1 fan, but it's just got to the point where it's just follow the follow, just follow, 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 follow. Well, they make it now that I mean that track is so hard to really yeah. pass on. But yeah. like, there's no fuel anymore. Nope. You do tire change. There's no fuel in them. That's the full load from the from start to finish. Right. Right. I, I mean, it's, it's a high dollar thing. I mean, that's pretty much just prestige. Racing. Yeah, they're killing that. They're killing that venue. If you want my opinion. But being yeah, they're going to slowly yeah. do that to it, probably. I, I, I think you're absolutely right. So that's good. So did they get the track done, or they still got more to do before the next race on the 12th? I haven't heard any more. I know they they looked like they were got it all laid in there, and so they're just going to start, you know, going Driving. through it. They're going to have to yeah, they're going to have to blade it and then you know work it, file it, mm-hmm. or, or uh, blade it, and then keep on doing that. And um, are they going to have a practice I, on the 11th? I hope so. Yes. Yes. There's going to be a Friday practice. Yes. <laughs> I will be going to practice and then hightailing it to the first of many graduation parties. <laughs> oh. You're yeah. gonna, I, gotta, I already told mom, I'll be a little late. Yeah, but you'll hear me coming. Graduate number one. Yes. That's my weekend. <laughs> I'm going to be missing that race because I have yes. a graduation. Yes. Who's going to well, call? Who, oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, if I may, with the minimal amount and of time, twelve seconds, uh, David Hunt, a Barona driver, I believe he was out there at Coca Paul Racing, and we had quite a few junior drivers. Oh, and Dwarf, we had Robert Peters racing in the Dwarf, and then I think for junior we had Kelly, and Bryson, and Little Isabella, and um, it was just in my head. Right, uh, right out the window. All right, buddy. Well, hang on. The funny thing was, I was watching that first day of practice, our first day of racing, and I heard Robert Peters out there. I'm like, he's on the chip. He needs a little bit of a gear change. Yeah, on that he thing. said that. Saturday, he said he did a gear change, and that car changed 180. Wow. Yeah, there were two just out in the front. I, I don't even know where the other drivers were. It looked like they only had five in the main event on Saturday. I think they only had seven, unfortunately, total. I think but, there was a Nationals event that they were competing with, so they didn't get a lot of cars. Yeah. Yeah, there was something up north, too. They had a huge draw. Oh, uh, Kenny Wallace raced a dwarf car this weekend for the first time ever. <laughs> oh, no way, really? Yeah, because uh, I Fred, did not hear that. Fred, uh, I uh, beat him at his own track. Sorry. Glad to do that out in Colorado. Um, he and Josh Cochran, who used to race out um, at Barona, those two are in Colorado now as their home. And they mentioned that Fred, he goes, There are 34 dwarf cars, and I end up in his heat race. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't you know. It. Yeah. All right, buddy. Hey, it's always good talking to you. Go enjoy the rest of your day. And, uh, 
Send us some tri-tip. Yeah, enjoy. All right, you guys, too. Have, have a good one. I'll talk to you next time. Thanks for All right, calling buddy. in, bud. All right, we're going to take a quick break. This is Racer Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Folks, welcome back. You are listening to Racer Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. The segment brought to you by Paris Auto Speedway. Boy, have they got a race coming up this week. But if you've never been to Paris Auto Speedway, shame on you. <laughs> that is a fun track to go to. They've got an amazing announcer. Definitely keep you up to snuff as what's going on. Throws a little comedy in there every once in a Good while. music, too. Sorry. And, yeah. And speaking of which, he's on the line right now, Scott Delosio. Hey. How you doing, buddy? Happy Memorial Day. Um, yeah. Hope everybody has an enjoyable Memorial Day. Yeah. yeah. You and me. It's not a long weekend. It's it's going to be an enjoyable Memorial Day weekend. A mindful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mindful. That's the right word. Mm-hmm. That's very mindful. So, you got uh, Night of Destruction coming up. Oh, really? Have you ever been? Yeah, doing yes. it for the second time this year. Yeah. Um, you know, we lost a couple earlier before we could open, but uh, doing it the second time this coming Saturday night, we'll have, you know, if you want to see Insanity on Dirt, this is where to come <laughs> to see it on this one. There's figure eight races, figure eight trailer races. Oh. We have Democross, mini stocks, which Democross is, it's a race, but it's like a demolition derby because anything goes. You know, there's there's only three flags in the race technically well, there's four flags green flag white flag checkered flag and a red flag hopefully you don't have to use that there's no caution no flag. Caution. nope no <laughs> caution same with the mini stocks and then oh, really? the double deckers which we got two guys, double two guys. Deckers. at paris next weekend yeah oh you gotta, you we gotta got two go. new guys two new guys doing that um uh, they're they're special what? Yeah. yeah, you have what? you have to be special. So, for if anyone who hasn't seen it in person, who's driving? Well, yeah, explain yeah. the double deckers. Double decker. There's two cars, one stacked on top of each other, or one stack stacked on top of the other car. So, one in the bottom. There's a driver in each one. The one in the bottom, the driver controls the throttle and the brakes, and the one on top controls the steering wheel. I love it. And there's no communication. That's what I was gonna ask. Unless yeah. they holler out the window. <laughs> How do they even do that? <laughs> well, they they give this big test beforehand. Yeah. Can you write your name? A lot of people take the test. There's a lot of people take the test, and there is a big curve, and the people at the bottom end of the learning curve get to do it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> No communication. Is this one where there's no caution flag? Right, right. Oh it's just the gosh. same thing, uh, green, white, checkered, oh and red. Well, I'm trying to still figure out, because the steering is from the top car, right? Mm-hmm. That's what he right. said. That's a lot of hind joints. Right? And... Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you've seen some of the rigs, it's like, oh, boy. <laughs> you mean to tell me you're not excited about cow. taking one out? I I I enjoy life. What's what's common to stack on top, one on top of the other? Yeah, big car on the bottom, yeah, little car on top. Not really. What? I would <laughs> think that's the way people would go, but really, not really. No kidding. Again, low curve. They're they're racing this. I mean, don't they tip over? I know. Oh yeah. yeah oh that's, yeah. That's part of the show. I mean, you know, you go in a corner, and one guy taps the guy in front of, and the thing will go up on the two left because they go counter or they go clockwise. 
Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So they're on. You're not counterclockwise like normal. Um, oh. So they're ending up on the two left side wheels where yes. both the drivers are at in yeah, the car. Yeah, the added weight. Or if they haul rear end into the corner, you know the same thing happens. You know they get up on the two left side wheels. Oh my god. Or actually, I guess you'd say four left side wheels. Yeah, right, one right. Stacked on top of the other. How, how many? How many <laughs> car? How many cars do you think you'll have in the race? You know, it's still it's still, still working building. You know, last time we had four cars. Um, I know there's another guy out there who built one, and he was going to have it out two years ago. And I asked him before the last race. Uh, it's an old sprint car driver, by the way. <laughs> this is before the last race uh, we had in April or in May, and he said he just had to do, still had to do some minor things to it to get it ready. So. Should be at least four, hopefully five, if he gets that car out. Are they racing the big half mile or in the no, center? No, 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 they're on okay, the quarter. Okay, in the center, because I've seen that the, the boat trailer thing yeah. was in the center. Well, that's where you'll put the right. Okay. Well, okay. they're in the quarter mile. The center, the center is the infield. They're on the quarter mile track, which right. is around the center. Oh, yeah. okay, right, around yeah. the center. So you're going to put all the pits. in between the, the big track Got and it. the yeah. infield Got center. And the pits will be out in the pits. Out in the back, right. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, that sounds fun. And and um, spectators are still asked to purchase ahead of time, correct, the tickets? Yeah, you still have to purchase tickets online at TIX.com. Um, hopefully only two more shows of that. Hopefully mm-hmm. by the time we get back to Sprint Cars uh, three weeks from last night, that'll all be gone. We're planning on that and hoping for that. It all depends on the county. Um, so we'll see what happens. Same yeah. with the food. You know, yeah, the app for the, the food. I'm taking. The I've taken notes. Food, mm-hmm. Which is, you know, it, it's had its glitches on the way, to say the least. <laughs> but it's working better and better every week. Sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, that's a no-brainer to me. If they get that thing working right, I mean, you order your food. You don't stand in line yeah. to order. Right. You're not missing the racing. Ready, you, when it's ready, you get a text and you just run down there, grab it, and bring it back up. So we're going to keep that after. You know, after we're allowed to open the concessions again, yeah. we're going to keep that. Hopefully, it'll still work. Um, hopefully, enough people will still use it. And, uh, you know, obviously, we've always had walk-up ticket sales, and a lot of people have enjoyed that as well. Yeah, and, and, and hopefully, that'll come together. But I like I like being able to order your food because nothing makes me crazier. Okay, what do I want? The person do I want in front a of you. Hot dog, or do I want a? And then hamburger? you hear cheering in the stands, and yeah. you know you missed yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> makes me crazy. Makes me crazy. Yes. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's a no-brainer. But yeah, uh, I agree. You know, to each its own. I yeah. mean, there's yeah. Yeah. It's like everything else in the world. I mean, it's it's the concession company is using somebody's service. Oh. So there is a small service charge yeah. on the end. I think it's like ninety-nine cents per order. Um, yeah. So it's not that bad. I'm, don't quote me on that. Yeah, but it's not yeah. That bad. If it's ninety nine cents, and it to me, it'd be worth it rather than you know going up and missing two heat races, waiting well, to stand in line to get the food. Because that's exactly what'll happen. You'll miss two heat races. I mean, because especially when people do get in line, you know, and 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 you know, are, are we doing anything as far as restricting the fans? Oh yeah, capacity. What's the capacity? Have they figured? Um, out? I'm not sure what it exactly is. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't had any issues with it yet. So, um, you know, fans are still required due to the county face yeah. coverings. Sure, sure. And yeah. try to get people social distance as best we can. You know, some yeah. of the crowds, um, 
you know, it's not as easy to get everybody social distance as it is some of the other crowds just because more people come in. Well, night of destruction will be an issue, I'm sure. I know. It sounds fun. They yeah. have lots of stands. A lot of people go, go to a lot around. of people go to that night of destruction, so man, I'm fun. telling you. That's our biggest show of the year. Our excuse me, that's our biggest regular event yeah. is night of destruction. I know. It's the same, you know, it's it's crazy because yeah, you know, I love racing and especially open wheel racing and talking <laughs> to people in different parts of the country, like Irwindale Speedway, um, Lawrenceburg Speedway in Indiana. I talk to that promoter online every so often. His biggest shows are the same deal tonight really? at Destruction. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I mean, let's face it, you know, people like to see cars crashing. They do. I mean, it's just. I don't, but lots yes, of people do. do. Only when it's Night of Destruction, not right. when it's. Well, no, no, no. Open not, wheel sprint cars. No, or no, cars no. Or, Nobody wants to see well, that for sure. No, you're you're absolutely right. A person off the street can come in and relate to a Night of Destruction. Right. <laughs> um, easier than they can when you're running a sprint car, you know, with uh a specially built chassis yeah. and all that. I mean, that's something people don't understand. Same, you know, late models are modified. Right. You know, they can't relate to the chassis or the engine or anything like that. Right. Where you come to Night of Destruction, you see it's mostly, yeah. I mean, there are some race cars out there, but there's a lot of cars that aren't race cars. They're yeah. just uh, My mom used street to drive cars me. that are modified yeah. <laughs> for safety. Yeah. yeah, I always tell people, you know, back in the day when I was a kid at the school, when, whenever we had a fundraiser, we always brought a car in and a sledgehammer, and right. for like fifty cents, you could beat on the car. Right, and nothing raised more money than the ability to beat on a car. It's right, just right. So, something in us. I don't know what it is. It just gives us a, you know, a way to. You never done that. I've before? never even heard of that, but I can see how oh, people would definitely it's pay for that. Awesome. I would imagine the glass is already removed. Oh, of course. Okay. <laughs> well, the cha- the challenge is to see if you can find any glass. Because that was what I always used oh. to do. They but ne- there was never glass. They never took the instrumentation cluster oh. out. So <laughs> there was always a little tinkle, tinkle, tinkle. That's funny. And then they would look up, what? What was that? <laughs> but you can you raise a lot of native. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, you could, you could raise a lot of money with a program like that. Being a native of Detroit, I'd only participate if it was a foreign car. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not to digress, but That's at our uh, auto show here in town, Mark Maynard, who was the editor of the wheels section, he used to go down to a wrecking yard and get a get the wrecking yard to crush a car into a cube. Right. And then you had to decide what you had to guess what, what kind of car it oh, was. That's funny too. Yeah. Was that a fundraiser? That was a fundraiser. Oh, that's hilarious. And it I mean it and you should see people they're looking and crawling around and mm-hmm. yeah. That's all cool. Back to a buddy of mine, I was in over at his place. And he was in a wrecking yard, and there was a Mustang Shelby GT500. And it was just the body. It was it had been wrecked pretty bad. So he paid the... It wrecked pretty bad, or everything else was stolen. Well, that too. So yeah. he paid the wrecking yard to make it into a cube. And he's going to make a coffee table out of it. Oh, my goodness. That's a true story? <laughs> That's a true story. Oh, I like I thought that of you, story. too. I thought of you, too. Forrest Green... You know, white G. The way they crushed it, the white GT five hundred was perfect, oh, right at the bottom nice. right corner of this block. That's art. That's art. I had a I had a friend with a very successful super modified back in the nineteen seventies out here on the west coast. Actually, they took it back and uh, won races all over the country with it. And when they retired that car, the guy who owned it 
had it cubed and it was his coffee table. No kidding. Who would? Now I don't know if I'd cube a race car unless I ruined it. But well, yeah. Well, I'll tell you the driver's name's Wally Pancrat. Ah! <laughs> okay. He won a bunch of races in that car, and the owner had it cubed and turned That's into a coffee hilarious. table. Jeez. I'm going to take my seat out of my car because I'm sure the next owner, and not anytime soon. Will not be running a youth seat, and I want to make a rocking chair out of it. Oh, is that what you're going to yeah. do? I thought you were going to tell me you're going to crush your car. Not going to crush my car. No. No, they no did that crushing. For Jim Naylor at the Ventura Raceway at Turkey Night. Yeah. The last one they had, or two years before, um, it was for his birthday. Oh. And they took a racing seat and made mm-hmm. him a special rocking chair. And by the way, speaking of Ventura, the greatest news going on in SoCal right now. What? They reopened this coming Saturday night. Yay! Finally. Is the uh, is Cruzman going to be able to start his classes up here in the, here pretty soon? Uh, he's been doing them all along. <laughs> Has <better>. he really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you're not allowed. Fans aren't coming right. in for it. It's not yeah, yeah, people yeah, yeah. when they're in the car with a helmet on. They're wow. you know, better than a mask. Well, that's good to know. That's good to know. All right, cool. Good news. All right, buddy. Well, hey, get out there and start barbecuing. Yeah, you got it. Want to see everybody Saturday night, Paris Auto Speedway, gates open five. Um, insanity starts at seven. You got it, buddy. We can't like wait to see you. Great show. All right, man. Take care, and we'll talk to you down the road. Sounds great. Bye. Take All care. All right, folks. This is Racer Radio FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. Absolutely. Certified Car Clinic. Can't get any better than certified. Not only will he work on it, but he'll throw it on a dyno and show you what he's done. Also, they have host specialties there. They can trick out the underhood of your car, put all those braided lines on. And they might even give you a CD of Sprung Monkey. You never know. Stranger. I always know when it's Sprung Monkey. No, this isn't. I was just enjoying it. Yeah, I was just, he saw me enjoying Well, you're it. dancing, so I'm thinking. It's True. Be I get monkey. sprung live show tomorrow. Well, private. Sprung Monkey's going to do a show? It's private show. Well, how can there be a show if it's private? Well, it's, somebody hired him for their birthday. Oh, yeah. so we all can't go to the birthday. Correct. I got gotcha. you. All right, so now can we talk motorsports? Now we can talk all the indie you want, because that was incredible. I'm glad you watched it. Part of me was like, I hope da- I actually thought that. I hope Dave's watched it so we can talk about it. Yeah, Whether yeah, it's yeah. on air or off air, I wanted to talk to you about yeah, it. Yeah, no, I, 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 like I said, I have it on. I didn't get to hear the volume. Oh, you were watching here. Yeah, of that's course. right. Yeah, I watched the first little bit of it uh, before I left. You know, because I, oh, I watched okay. it from uh-huh. ten to mm-hmm. eleven, mm-hmm. and then from eleven on, I had to had to bail. Uh, the kids are coming on. The kids are taking over. You and, say that when a forty-six year old I wins. know, I know, fourth I know. oldest in history. Yeah, you say yeah. that. Did you hear his acceptance? Well, I don't know. Well, all I know, speech, see, but- I've interviewed uh, Helio Castroneves many times. You 
Oh, he's was just, he so like over, over the, top? the top? Over the top. He's just another John Force. Yeah, he's another oh, John. So he's Force. a crier. Wait, no, I didn't see him crying. No, I've well, seen John Force. I cry. think he cried today. I well, think I, what I see. He was so emotional. He was burying his head yeah, in a lot of tell, shoulders. I was thinking that. I go. I can tell who's really important to him because he like just rammed his head into him like a cat does into their yeah. owner. And you know uh, why yeah. that is. Uh, no. Because he has been a Penske driver oh, oh, mean, for years. Well, yeah, they just dropped him. Like They tr- kicked him out. Like I mean, first they <laughs> kind of let him go drive sports cars, and then they kind of let him go sit in the corner of the building. I know. <laughs> and they didn't really say, hey, you know, we're going to, you know, they just almost put him in a position to where, where he was going to quit. On his own. Yeah. And he got hired by, and I'm, God, I can't think of the name. Half, half. Like not full season. No, no, Just no, half no. Season. Yeah, and so he was blessed. Yeah, at his age to be able to run the Indy Five Hundred, but with his passion and his talent, and he still has the ability. I and was he not still surprised. has the passion, dude. Circling the Indianapolis Five Hundred at two hundred plus miles an hour. Yeah, for five hundred laps. I mean, you could appreciate that. Can yeah. you imagine? No. I can't. You got the air. You got the wind. You got the track. You got the tires. You got so many things that want to stuff you into the wall. That's a long time. And it's a long... You know how come it's 500 miles? Why is it 500 miles, Dave? Because the promoters back in 1911... That's when the first one? That was the first Mm -hmm. one. And they... And by the way, the very first race was a hot air balloon race. (laughs) Followed... And your dad would appreciate this: a motorcycle race, oh. and the then the Indy cars. So, but the five hundred miles is so it would start in the morning and end in the afternoon during the daytime. Yeah, I heard it was like seven hours. Seven hours, like top speed, seventy-five miles mm-hmm, an hour. Mm-hmm. In ninety-six, the Indy race was two hours and forty minutes, with an average speed of one hundred eighty-six. I and, heard two twenty three. They they mentioned somebody that had gone two oh. two hundred twenty three today. Yeah. They did say that the average uh, speed was the fastest in Indy five hundred history, right. which is uh, one hundred ninety point six miles per hour. Yeah, so. it out it out average, it outdid yeah. the the race that back in the back in ninety six. Uh, and Ari Leyendijk, uh refused milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I'm upset. That's a, such a nitpicky thing. But you know, I why always have to do buttermilk yeah, every butter year. Milk. That's how you should do it. But instead, you got two percent guys. You I also had it. one guy that you was almond milk. milk. You drink buttermilk? No, I hate buttermilk. But I you would. have to go with tradition. I would because of the tradition, and uh-uh. it's not that bad. They not, gave him pink milk no, today. Did you see that? Not unless you want to see me hurl across the parking lot. I know, I know, I'm with you. But again, it's traditional. That's the way I view it. But Ari. Was a orange oh. grower in Bolivia or someplace where he's from, so he decided hey, I'm just going to drink orange juice. You know, the Milk Foundation Upset. went freaking bananas, well, so yeah. he had to come back. He had to drink a glass of milk because the dairy was part of it. Yeah. The sponsorship, well, right? right? See, yeah. Where are you located? Right there uh, yeah. in the middle of <laughs> dairy Corn country. Hills. Yeah, yeah. So I, I that's what I did on KUSI this morning. I decided to go trivia mm-hmm. and AJ Foyt. Unser, and who was the third one? Uh, we're all four-time winners. Yeah. Now Helio's he a four-time is, winner. I know. And they were saying with his ability and passion, you know he's going to go for five. Oh, 
He'll run till he try. he'll run till he can't run anymore. I thought it was nice the Penske guys came up to him. Um, well, because Rick could, Mears, by the way, Rick, Rick Mears. Mears. Thank you very much. Good job, Brandon. Yeah, he's a good kid. But you know, keep him. Uh, but stop and think about it, because you know, let's face it: the Penske decision was the Penske decision. It wasn't the team's decision. It was corporate. It was right. Management. The whole uh, as best you can. And can Don't you take imagine, it personal. Can you imagine having Helio Castroneves on your side? I mean, on your team. Mr. Happy, Mr. Bubbly. Oh, my gosh. Did you see how far he ran? He just kept running and, and running. And he climbed the fence. Well, he's Spider-Man, right? Well, that was he his hasn't climbed the fence in a long time. Well, he hasn't had 09, I think, was the last time he won. Um, I was impressed he could still do it. I uh, Look at the guy. I mean, Very he nice. looked fit. Again, adrenaline never helped, well, or never hurts. Never hurt. Um, but uh, I, did you hear him towards the end? Steve caught it because I heard him mention Tom Brady, but I didn't hear him uh, mention Mickelson. He's all, and then himself, he's all, old oh, guy still got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and he's that's your, funny. But that's going to do wonders for his career. Absolutely. Well, they said he's not full-time yeah. and he's got a lot to prove. And, and he's driving a pink car. He looked good in it. But he's driving a pink car. I mean, that's the challenge in itself. You There's a lot admit, of pink these days. You notice a that? lot more. Yeah, a lot more than, than D- normal. Uh, who's the Cajon guy? Gay. Um, oh, uh, didn't he always have pink? Oh, wait, yeah. who always Jerry. had pink? Jerry Gay. Jerry Gay. Yes. Well, Jerry Gay could do it because he'll punch you in the face. Otherwise, well, I see him at breakfast you. all the time. He's oh, a, yeah. he's an absolute hoot. I'll buy him breakfast. You know, what'd you do that for? Ah, shut up. Arr. Yeah, yeah. Arr. But yeah, Jerry used to do it. But yeah, Jerry likes to stir the pot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sheldon Creed. Tell me. Finally got a sponsor Friday night. Yeah. Oh, so his car's not just blank no, white truck now? Oh, it's What do you get? Who do you get? Let's help him out. Who's I'm trying sponsoring? To think. I'm trying oh, to we think. need to it's know, orange, Brendan. orange and blue. But he didn't, he, he got ta- he, he got taken out, not something that he did, but he got taken out by accident, so he didn't. Well, that it. does happen. I mean, we were talking off air about the guy losing his. Ty, Ty, um, Ty Gibbs. Yes. Uh, the coach's grandson. Yes. He won in the Xfinity race oh. with a totally black race car. No, no sponsors. sponsors. Again, that? Well, it I says here, you. by the way, uh, lift kits for less.com. Lift, lift, lift kits. Lift it's for kits. Sheldon Creed? Yeah. Lift Thank kits. you. Lift kits. For free.com. Thank you for that. Yeah. Our local boy. For less. Support. For less. For you less, can't get it for free. free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why they people be emailing money. like crazy? Well, they won't have money to sponsor. Yeah, Lift Kits for less. Thank exactly. you, Lift Kits for less, yeah. for sponsoring our local boy, but who is a needs, great driver behind needs anything. To throw some money at he can guy. do well in anything. Okay, so how would you like to be the tire changer on Mr. Ray Hall's Ooh, car? Has he already lost his job? I Let's don't see. Think how so. long ago did Would you fire him? No, I wouldn't personally. Because you don't think he's not beating himself? Yeah, okay. of course. Should there be any consequence, or is he Do so really? hard on himself? Okay. I'm just asking. Should there be? Do any you think there should be? If you were the owner I of the know. team, I mean, accidents do happen. I mean, you definitely want to look into what happened. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would talk to him, and I mean, did he cross thread it? And did you, and did you hear the rumor that NASCAR? Is going to do a single nut real real wheel replacement after this race? Are they yeah, still going to? Are they next... still going to after this race? Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> probably not. But somebody told me that they were going to do a single. And this is all for time. Yeah, it's all for time. But I mean, if everybody has to do all the same amount, 
But NASCAR, part of the mystique and part of the challenge is five lug nuts. I say stick with five. If everyone has to do five. Well, I, mean, I what? think so, too. Is because it so the whole race is two minutes ever, less? Have you tried to change a tire at high speed with an air gun? Not at high speed, no. Because we've done a lot of military training, and we bring a NASCAR in, and mm-hmm. we do tire changing competition. Mm-hmm. It is not easy hitting, oh, those, no. hitting those lug nuts. Well, yeah, I mean, you see that whole orchestrated team. Did you see everyone coming in backwards, everyone losing their brakes coming yeah, into the pit road? A couple people. They were thinking maybe they were setting the pads a little bit further away. Oh, um, I heard that just in passing, one of the commentators. Yeah. Wow, like a couple guys. I know. Uh, one came in backwards. Yep. A lot of them came in backwards. Yeah. All right, kiddo. Well, hey, it's always fun having you on air. Thanks, Dave. I have a good time. I know. So go home and racing. start painting. I did. I painted a race well, stripe on my house. I can't wait. I really did. Have you got 37 on the garage door? It's inside my garage all over. My old panels are up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks, don't go anywhere. Gun Sports Radio's in the wings on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl.